and Ziploc that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, Now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Trap Drop Podcast. And before I go any farther, thank you, Mr. Jeezy. Always appreciate your, your efforts on this, this program. Joined today by my esteemed colleague, Mr. Big Randy. How are we, sir? We are excellent, Tron. Uh, switching up the hosting duties here. I love it. Keeping people on their toes. Congratulations on thanking Mr. Jeezy. You're off to a hell of a start, but but we're good. Good to be back for another chop session. Haven't done one of these in a minute. Yeah, second of the year. Uh, we're recording this on February fifteenth, uh, which you know. Thank you for your service, Randy. I know you're probably hungover from Valentine's Day and everything. This will this will go out next week, but you know, I just want the people to know that you're you're really burning the candle at both ends this week. I know you're a big Valentine's Day guy. Huge Valentine's Day guy. We uh, we went to the Kings Nuggets game last night. I was just telling you it was not a pretty basketball game, but what a win by my Sacramento Kings. De'Aaron Fox, 15 fourth quarter points, showing us why he is fourth quarter Fox. Good win to get for the Kings going into the All-Star break. They, they now have a week off, TC. Wow. Wow. I feel like you need like a little beam to light that, yeah. in your apartment. You know, I wonder if the Kings are selling. God, that's such a good idea. I need to reach out to somebody in Sacramento. <laughs> those just like, yeah, those little like, um, it's almost like those old, what was it, Office Depot like buttons? Yeah. You know, and just have one of those <laughs> little laser pop out of it. That'd be sweet. Got uh, to got to chant. Yeah. I was just yeah. gonna say, got to chant, light the beam with some some Kings fans sitting around us last night. What a, what a time had by all TC. A lot of Kings fans there in attendance. At Ball Arena, a decent amount, you know. I think people, people, kind of coming out of the wood, woodwork, proudly wearing their Kings gear. It was fun to see. Wow, love that, Randy. You know what else I love? Mm. Could go so many different ways here, TC. I'm, I'm thinking something food or drink related, though. Stone Creek coffee. <laughs> I was close. I <laughs> uh, got I'm caffeinated today. I'm just I'm going on vacation <laughs> next week and I'm trying to trying to power through. But you know, Stone Creek sponsors the trap draw because they know that the trapezoids, like you and I, Randy, appreciate the finer things. Over the years, golf has has had some iconic squads: Arnie's Army, the Guardians of the Cup, the Live Boys, which you, you've been. <laughs> I might be in that now. Oh, no, I'm I'm worried about you. The pack, oh, tree huggers, streakers, the list goes on. But the real tastemakers find the trap draw as their point of commonality. Trapezoids serve as the moral compass of golf, the arbiters of true knowledge. Like King Solomon before them, they endeavor <laughs> to bequeath the world with wisdom and cool shit. Stone Creek thanks you for your service. This work cannot be done without supporting your day, or sorry, without starting your day off right with great coffee. Right now, Stone Creek is well stocked with seasonal lots of all different roast levels and flavor profiles. And next week, Drew is headed to Costa Rica and Guatemala to do lot selection on the ground. You believe that? Like getting, you want to talk about monitoring, monitoring specific lots, specific growth areas. That's a, that's a guy who's passionate about his craft and his, his business. I'd love to hear that. 
He's working directly with the farmers. We, you, you know, the trap draw loves the farmers. Doing the work to make Stone, to make sure Stone Creek has the fresh, juicy coffees that the trapezoids deserve. They actually just released an extremely limited coffee from Ecuador, part of that reserve line. This particular coffee was fermented in rum barrels prior to roasting. This is the bleeding edge of coffee, one for the taste makers, Randy. If you love coffee, Stone Creek is the place to go. They're the official coffee of people who like coffee and the official coffee of the Trap Draw. Go to stonecreekcoffee.com slash trapdraw. Check out their recommendations for NLU Nation and use the code TRAPDRAW to get 15% off and free shipping on your first two orders. Trap Draw, one word, T-R-A-P-D-R-A-W for 15% off. You feel me, Randy? I feel you. That, that gets me excited. Nothing we love more than people taking a keen interest in what they do. And Drew getting out and about, seeing the world, checking on his supply of coffee beans gets me going. Good stuff from Mr. Pond. Good stuff from Stone Creek Coffee. Thank you, Mr. TC. Randy, any mea culpas we got to go oh, over? I got one for you. I got a big one. Yeah, you want me to go or you want to go? No, you go. You go. <laughs> If you'll remember our last trap <laughs> chop session, um, God, this is so stupid, but I do, I, I have to sincerely apologize and I'd like to explain a little bit what, what happened folks. I guess, I guess soaking your cardboard is not, not a good thing. I, let me be very <laughs> clear about this. Do not soak your cardboard TC. I don't even know why. Well, I'll tell you exactly why this even came up. I was mindlessly scrolling. I was caught in like a Instagram real scroll session. Wormhole and vortex. Yeah. I don't know why this, this random video comes up about this guy telling me, oh, to break down cardboard real easy, just soak it, you know, with your with your hose <laughs> and then it folds up and you just put it in the recite. And I thought, hey, that's brilliant. You know, that's something I can share with our dedicated audience. I, I want to try to help them. That's always where my mind is. And, uh, you know, did I do any due diligence about whether recycling companies accept wet cardboard? Did I do anything at all to to verify that information? No, I did not. No, I did not. So um, many people reached out across many channels informing me that soaking cardboard is not a good thing. So I want to sincerely apologize. And once again, for the record, please don't soak your cardboard. Uh, just break it down, fold it up like the rest of us do. All right. TC, that felt that's, good to get off my chest. That's big of you, Randy. That's big yeah. of you. I think, uh, you know, got some emails even about that. You know, it's, oh. you know, it's an important topic when people take people, the time to email, not just people were coming at me every direction. You know who I did not hear from, which was probably the biggest shock of all is my sister who might be the, the, the biggest recycler composter I know. She was silent on the matter, so I, I don't know if she just missed that episode or if she wasn't aware. I'll have to talk to her about it. And listen, back to why we were initially talking about it in the first place, break down your boxes. That's you know? right. That's why it came up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, listen, I have one. Yeah, not proud of this one. I totally, totally whiffed, totally dropped the ball here. Uh, I misspoke on the Venezuela, Brazil, Guiana situation. You know, uh, Venezuela's acting very malicious and aggressive per usual in this instance. And, and I, I totally, you know, misdescribed the, uh, the uh, aggressive posturing towards Brazil when it should have been towards 
the Venezuelans. So I apologize for that. I think the people of Brazil will be happy to hear that, and I hope they accept the apology. Did you know Carnival's going on right now, TC? I didn't. I didn't. I, you know what? I, I just, I've never really gotten into like Carnival, Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, all that stuff. It's just never really been my, my thing. But you know what? I respect those who, who celebrate. Right? Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I would be tempted to do Mardi Gras sometime. I've, I've never been down to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. That, I, I would do that. Carnival looks like maybe a bit too much for, for my sensibilities, but uh, to all those, they, they, they could both now be over by the time people are listening to this. So I don't want to get caught in another, you know, you guys need to I apologize. They're probably long right over. Oh, yeah, they, I, I know for a fact Mardi Gras is over because Ash Wednesday was, was Valentine's, but Carnival, I'm not saying it's still going on. I'm saying it was going on. All right. Yeah. Uh, some housekeeping notes. Of course, we had our ball knowing episode last week. We delayed it a couple of days due to the, really shitty events in Kansas city and the aftermath of the parade. So thoughts to all the, all of our, like sincerely thoughts to all of our friends in Kansas city. Um, we've got a perfect clubs coming up. We've got an Oscars pod coming up. Randy, how's your Oscars watching going along? Good. I need one more movie. Best picture. I need to watch maestro still, and then I will okay. have uh, watched them all, but yeah, should be a good Oscars pod. We are recording that end of february and it will come out beginning of the week of oscars week which i think is the okay. first week of march so folks can how's the crop this that. year i think good. it's a good year yeah, yeah i think it's a good year you know uh, oppenheimer killers of the flower moon barbie are, are probably the big headliners but you got some really it, it's a deep it's a it, it i think what are there 10 movies maybe it goes pretty deep one through 10 so okay. i i haven't yet decided what what is my best picture i, I gotta rewatch a couple just to refresh my memory but um yeah it it'll it be a good podcast we'll, we'll have that with uh tim simons and dj and and we'll get into it all so that's that's one of the highlights of um of the year for us so that's be sure to check that out sweet and then we've got uh we're working ahead on owners stuff i think we're gonna do uh we got two two that we've picked out for that one and then Starting to starting to work on the airports pod, Randy. Targeting uh, April for that, you know, lots of lots to go over there. Yeah, God, I'll have to start thinking about my favorite new airport I visited this year. I'll tell you what's what's kind of rising the ranks. Adelaide, Adelaide yeah. was awesome. Really, yeah. really dug that place. Just airport wise, and generally speaking, mm -hmm. I had a good time last year. It's the German airports, I, I was very impressed. Both uh, Frankfurt was very nice, and then Munich was was pretty good as well. That was the first time I'd flown through either of those. Pretzels and beer, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, TC, uh, what's uh, yeah, yeah? What are, what are we getting into? What's burning? How was New Zealand? I know you went to New Zealand on the back end of uh, our Australia trip. New Zealand was great. It it, it really was. Did not do all of New Zealand. So, so much of New Zealand left for me to discover. Did not hit any of the South Island. Just stayed mainly around Auckland and the North Island. Golf-wise, I did sneak up. Got to play Terry Eady. I mean, wow. as good, maybe better than advertised. It was it was a real treat for a strap boy such as myself. Could not have had better weather there. 
And then, yeah, the rest of the trip, I, I think a couple of highlights. So love how on the water Auckland is. I mean, I think New Zealand as a whole, it's, it's just a very, um, they're very boating people. Tons of people on boats, you know, getting out on the water is, is such a big activity. So got to do that a few times. We, we took for a couple nights, we took a ferry from Auckland out to Waiheke, which is a decent sized island. It was maybe a 45 minute ferry ride just kind of east of Auckland out into the, the Pacific a little bit. Very pretty. Some really pretty beaches, some some vineyards on the island, um, just kind of like a an island lifestyle type of place. Uh, things are slow, little cafes, bars, restaurants. That was a great time. Really enjoyed exploring the city of Auckland. Got to go up in their uh, their sky tower, take in the view from from up top, and then one of the last days I was there, uh, my girlfriend, her cousin owns. Uh, a little boat and we took that out to this a different island not Waiheke but a, a smaller island I think there are like 20 full-time inhabitants I have to look up the name of the island I don't remember it offhand but this guy and his son run this little wood-fired pizza operation during the summer and so we went out oh. there grabbed lunch had some pizzas and some beers swam a little bit and then just took the boat like right back to downtown Auckland it was pretty cool so it was really fun to, you know, it, it was like stepping into the midst of summer, a lot of beach time, a lot of, you know, I got to swim in the ocean, which I really love. Honestly, it was a little hard coming back to Denver and like stepping right back into the middle of winter, but great trip to New Zealand would, would highly recommend if anybody is thinking about vacation spots. Southern hemisphere might be, might be where it's at. Southern hemisphere in the, in I know the December, January, February. We, t- we talked about that, both Australia and New Zealand. I-, I could not have had a better time, both Sydney, Melbourne. I mean, Adelaide, we, we were only there for a day, but it seemed like yeah. a very cool city. I mean, God, I-, I could spend a ton of time in Sydney, Melbourne, Auckland. I haven't even seen the rest People of New are Zealand. Awesome. But yeah. yeah, just so nice. I, I feel like they-, 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 they have life figured out in a good way. They- a great balance between work and activities and getting outside and being social it, it was really fun to experience it's such a good way with words too like the way that yeah. they use the english language and they're, they're direct but cololorful and i don't know i just it's the best um and god the gotta, pies down there the pies are great yeah i i couldn't bring myself to have a wallaby pie or a kangaroo pie just couldn't couldn't do that but enjoyed the what do you think of kangaroos would you you know yeah, kangaroos, they're they're fun. I I'm not like a huge kangaroo guy, I don't think. They they make me a touch nervous. We we talked about it a lot on our trip. They they just have this like deadness behind their eyes where it's like, "Oh, I can't trust them." But they are fun. You know, the little ones, they're 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 cool. <laughs> you can't trust them though, TC. We can't trust them. Yeah, Neil, I'm sure Neil will go into it on our tourist sauce pod like the recap pod that we do you know there's between wallabies and kangaroos and yeah yeah so i'm i'm jealous uh Uh, you got a you got a big trip here coming up yeah going to uh going to montana on sunday uh going to whitefish i've never been in the winter i've only been this summer um so stoked stoked to get up there it sounds like it's kind of one of those mountains that's a little bit of a throwback a little bit of uh you know it's still still priced like 
it's you know the mid to late 90s uh and it's just owned by locals and all that and and you know kind of kind of cool in that regard where i was randy I, there was a, a there was an article in the new york times about wolf creek uh yeah in Colorado. i appreciate you sending that yeah and uh i didn't realize i was reading in there i haven't been to vale in a few years in the winter and i didn't realize that a lift ticket at vale costs like 260 dollars per day these days yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's insane it's it's insane but what what it does is so i'm on a uh, veils part of the epic yeah. conglomerate and i can get as a colorado resident i can get an epic local pass which gives me like seven days at all their colorado mm -hmm. locations for like i think it was five hundred dollars so the the disparity between what they're selling their lift tickets on a daily rate yeah. And like how good of a deal it is if you get a pass, it's it's crazy. I mean, obviously they're trying to funnel everybody into these passes and like the guaranteed revenue, and I'm sure it makes it easier to forecast and project and everything. But yeah, the, the lift tickets are insane. It's totally. it's crazy. But Wolf Creek, to your point, Wolf Creek is this little like independent gem, like way down south near New Mexico. Um I think yeah, it's, it's kind of like, like what east of it's like east of uh, Telluride and, and yeah um, Durango and all that. But you know, I, I have not been. Of, but yeah. yeah, people say it's it's rugged. It's it's like not a resort really, but it gets the best snow of maybe any any place in the state. So yeah. uh, I, I think it's like those who who know know Wolf Creek. Yeah, I'm kind of getting to the point where I want to start seeking out places like that versus fighting crowds. And, mm -hmm. you know, feeling resorty. Cause like I've, I've been to, there was a place, uh, like they're like, I'm dining to like Red Mountain and Revelstoke up in British Columbia. Um, mm -hmm. Monarch Mountain's really cool. I've skied there before. That's like just like kind of a similar deal. Just like, yeah, there's a parking lot and some lifts. I don't like Loveland even. No, yeah, love. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. A Basin, though, I think A Basin just joined Icon officially, maybe. Okay. But yeah, same type of deal. Yeah. But yeah, stoked to, uh, you know, we'll see how the kids do. They've never seen snow before. So, no, Fred uh, has, right? Didn't you? You brought Fred out here. Fred's yeah, yeah. I guess snow. he's, I mean, he saw snow up at the top of Loveland Pass when we took him up there. And then, yeah. you know, I think he got altitude <laughs> that trip too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Gustav on skis is going to be, it's going to be a lot. We're going dog sledding in one day as well. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun. My parents have done that before. They, they really yeah, enjoyed that. And there's been a bunch of snow the last last week or so, so should be pretty good conditions. Not sure if I'm going to ski or snowboard yet. I haven't decided. So, okay. Um, well, then, have a great uh, trip. Where are you, are you guys flying through Denver or Chicago? Yeah, flying through Denver. Yeah, okay. we're going with the party doctor and uh, and uh, his family. We're flying through Denver and then we're and then and then into Kalispell on oh, the nice. way there and the way back. So all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Randy, we went to the tennis tournament in uh, melbourne we did we did what'd you think i thought it was sweet i mean i i think i speak for both of us it was uh super impressive build out the the, the grounds for the aussie open so easy to kind of get around their outer courts are situated i i just love the the, the whole complex kind of sits like just in front of the downtown skyline. So it's, it's, it, it feels really close to the city. I mean, we took a train there and, and we got off at the stop and just like walked right in. It, it couldn't have been easier. We went on super Saturday, the, the Saturday in between the, you know, the, the start and the finish. 
and I think my my entire takeaway was like, what a, what a nice way to just spend a Saturday. Whether you're going into the arenas and actually like grabbing a seat and watching the matches, or they had tons of public space with shade and chairs and music and food trucks and beer and like it, it just seemed like a great place to go with a group of friends and you you could just hang out in the lawns and the the food areas and like that would be a magical Saturday. I, I was very very impressed. It, it did not feel like overcrowded. It did not feel like I didn't have any anxiety with like crowds or trying to get from one place to another. It, it was it was awesome. And and we did get to we got to go into a night match in Rod Laver. We saw Iga Sviantek, the number one seed, the number one player in the world on the women's side. She lost yeah. to a, a an upstart Czech teenager. Yeah, I, I loved it, TC. It makes me really want to go to, you know, the U.S. Open being the easiest, but Wimbledon, French Open, like, I, I want to go to the majors, baby. I'd love to go oh, to yeah. all four eventually. I, yeah. I don't know if no, you felt was, similarly or not. Yeah, no, it was, God, it was just such a well, well-produced well event. You know, like, we took we took the train down there, short, short walk from the station, there's you know, watching the like the juniors on the outer courts was just as engaging as watching that's, the top yeah, players in the world. Right. We got to hang out afterwards with the tennis podcast folks and and uh, Pam Shriver got to meet her, and it was just like, man, this is freaking cool. Like Lawrence, who looked after us with uh, Tennis Australia, he was fantastic. Like, like I'd love to take my wife down, Alex, down to like, like that's a perfect time of the year to go down to Melbourne and just like, hey, let's go to the tennis tournament for two or three days, and then you know, we'll pop up to Sydney or we'll go to Hobart or somewhere like that. It's just, they take their sports really, really seriously in Australia in a good way where yeah. like, it's not unapproachable. It's just like, you can't help be, but get into them and be, you know, kind of catch the spirit. It's a big deal. They treat them as a big deal and that is fun. Yeah. It just elevates the, it, it just makes everything. It, it just feels like you're at a, at a very important big sporting event and, and what an anchor to like take an australia trip right yeah you know the the two weeks of the aussie open like you said plan to go for a day or two play a little golf do the restaurants the food the beach i mean it it checks a ton of boxes i don't know i think just just generally speaking to just you know going down there like you go down in march even like randy i, I got an announcement actually i've chosen I've chosen my Australian, my, my footy team, my uh, AFL team, Eagles football. A lot of consideration went into this impassioned presentations from, uh, you know, the St. Kilda squad, the supporters of, of uh, Richmond came strong, Carlton, you know, the Western Australia. Rumors that, yeah, there's, there's rumors that Hobart's getting a team, but I've, I've chosen, uh, I've, after careful consideration, uh, our friend Ross Flanagan uh, has has convinced me to support Essendon. Uh, okay, you know it's kind of one of the one of the the old school kind of blue blood teams in there in Melbourne, and they're coming off of a, a pretty recent drug scandal, PEDs and and other like drugs. Yeah, and yeah, that was a big selling point for me. And just just generally speaking, they just seem to kind of lean into controversy and you know their owner seems like a character i just everything that i'm about yeah so yeah listen i won't be taking for 
further questions at this point. We've got probably a month or so until the season starts for me to learn a lot about said teams and all that, but very excited about it. God, this might be the biggest trap draw announcement you've had since you uh, since the great pretzel announcement of 2023. Which, speaking of the pretzel announcement, I'm struggling to find Utz pretzels. They're hard pretzels at Publix, at other places. Snyder's plentiful. I can't can't find the Utz though. And and again, everybody that's going to come at me and say, no, you need to get the the dark ones or whatever. No, I'm not doing that. That's not that's not who we are. <laughs> We're not about so. that as a household. <laughs> yeah. uh, any any but, thought? So I I had sorry real quick on the AFL stuff. Like St Kilda was was a very attractive team for my liking. I you know they they might they, be like the Reds. Yeah, the Reds, Bengals, you know, just not a lot of success saw, in their history. I saw the Reds have, have taken over the top spot as far as longest, you know, playoff win drought in in current, you know, major yeah. American professional sports. Yeah, 1995. God, we're coming <laughs> up on 30 time. years. That's a long time. I, I'm a little curious though about the Sydney Club, just because I know Melbourne is like the heart of AFL. And so I, I kind of get a kick out of Sydney having having a club the swans i think sydney has two clubs but yeah the they, they might swans, have another yeah i feel like yeah, the it's swans just it's, maybe it's the more of a one. rugby thing up there right they're yeah. deep into the rugby rugby league up there which you know i, I think I'm, I'm just i'm more of an afl guy having watched a little bit of both yeah. I, can, I can confidently say that so i will um, say I, I watched a lot more cricket during my new zealand stay there were all kinds of test matches going on new zealand was playing uh who are they playing? Australia was playing the West Indies. New Z- oh, New Zealand was playing South Africa, but I think it was like South Africa's B or maybe even C team, uh, and New Zealand was putting it on them. But I, I'm starting to learn. You know, I feel a lot more confident in my cricket knowledge than I did before our trip, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. I still don't like quite understand like what a wicket is. Like I toured the MCG. They're like the main like Melbourne cricket ground, which is like the yeah. Yankee Stadium or the Lambeau Field of cricket. Still, like you know, spent two hours there with DJ and this this older gentleman, wonderful guy, took us around and like I still don't fucking get it, but man, it was it was cool, like the different stands they have and yeah. everything. Uh, you know, so listen, I respect cricket. I, I would like to learn more. I don't know if I'm capable though. And yeah. you know what? We tried to go to a game. We tried to go to the the test match, the day three of the test match, the Aussie team against, they were hosting the West Indies in Adelaide. Unfortunately, the West Indies got their asses beat so bad that the cricket was over by like lunchtime day three and we didn't get to go. (laughs) That was, yeah, that was disappointing. Um, Any, any updates goals wise, you know, I've I've got, listen, better ingredients. Uh, I've been working hard on my ingredients here. Been, been cooking a lot since I've been home. Uh, all good things on that front. I do have a potential roadblock with signing up for the, the mid-am in that I'm not currently eligible. My handicap has gone up to a 3.8 uh, over the last couple months, mainly just because that 65 fell off. Uh, so I, I got to get it back down to like under, I think, 2.4. So I've got my work cut out for it. What's the timing? Like, when's the latest sign up? I think like April, like mid-April for okay. sign up. So I got like two months basically. Okay, which I think I can do it. Yeah, I think you can too. I 
Come on, we at least got to sign up this some, year, TC. I was yeah. Like, listen, the goal wasn't even to play in the qualifier; it's just to right. sign up. So right. We're gonna right. sign up one way or another. I, just I uh, play some better golf in the meantime. I, I have a uh, a tennis tournament this weekend. I signed up for. Well, again, not to confuse people, we're recording this on Thursday, the fifteenth. So I have a tennis match tomorrow on the sixteenth. It's part of a tournament. I. I no expectations. I'm going to be very rusty, but we just got to get back in the swing of things, knock some rust off. So we'll see what happens there. Would would love to win a match or two and and make a little run, but um, in all likelihood, I, I I'm afraid I'll probably be a one and done. But getting back into the yoga swing, TC being back home, and I want to thank. I've I've had a few people reach out with sincerely awesome resources to help me find some volunteer opportunities in Denver this year. So I, I feel great about that. And that's also, I, I need to jump on that because I was awful during 2023 on that goal. And I, I said, no, 2024, we have to be better. And so I feel like I have the tools now to to really be able to, to meet that goal. So excited about that. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Um, what else? Anything else you're, you, you've been into lately? Watching? reading listening um gosh watching oh tc yes i'm not i'm not proud to admit this but i've been watching a lot of bravo apparently there's a new season of summer house coming out this week and uh in order to be able to watch that with my girlfriend i i have I went through and watched season seven to, to get acclimated and now am prepared to watch season eight. We, we watched Southern charm uh, earlier this winter. I got a uh, chef. Is he still on that? Yeah. These people are psychotic. I, I mean, <laughs> it is, I used to poke fun at now. I, I, I can't get into the real housewife stuff, but of course I, I think our friend Matt Janella and his wife might be involved in the newest, Real Housewives of Orange County, so I, I will have to give that a watch when it comes out. But at least Southern Charm and and Summer House, it's just these New York people that go out to the Hamptons during the summer and they just film them all summer. I mean, it's it's awful. We should get Neil on it. I know Neil would be great on it. Neil's wife too would be wonderful on the show. Um, Neil and, and her sisters too. Her sisters, get the whole I know. family on it. His father-in-law, I think, would be an excellent character. So, yeah, I, I'm unfortunately I'm watching more of that than I would like to admit. Other than that, nah, just just you know, just trying to get back into routine stateside here. TC, don't don't have a ton of good stuff for you. How, how about yourself? Uh, somebody recommended a book for me called "The Secret Life of Groceries." Oh, uh, I that saw I'm, that too. Yeah, I'm they messaged stoked us. Stoked to stoked to dig in on that. I might, Randy, I might I wait till it. you read that and, and okay. get your review of it. Uh, I signed up for my TSA pre-check interview or sorry, my, my, my global entry interview. I've been TSA okay. pre-check for years, global entry, finally biting the bullet say, there. TC, what are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> Excited about that. Uh, bought a new cookbook, the cook you want to be by, uh, Andy Baragani. I'm okay. trying to get more into like some middle Eastern flavors. So we'll see there. You know what? I've been getting a big kick out of on X or Twitter or whatever we call it lately. Stephen A. Smith, just his, you know, like like he's power ranking different characters, like you know who, like who from SpongeBob SquarePants he thinks would be a better, you know, NBA player or 
who the best generals in history are. Like, I don't know. I just, I get such a kick out of Stephen A and his way with words and his delivery. The guy's truly brilliant. He's a, um, he's a pro. I know he, yeah. he is an absolute pro. He's got a joy yeah. about him too. You know, that's what I find most impressive. I, I think it would be so easy. God knows I, I would, you, I feel like that in, in his spot like his, it would just be so easy to just get pessimistic about everything. And I feel like Stephen A is always bringing some joy and, and laughter and, you know, he laughs at himself. I, I'm a big Stephen A fan. I, I'm he's glad he's so that. well prepared too. Like he, and he you know, works, he just so works his much. ass off. I know he's on so, everything. I guess it's his goal to be like a late night host, which okay. like, why not? Like, why not put him into that? situation yeah. and try something new like he seems like really it. dynamic right yeah so, yeah and he like he seems to want to talk about a lot more than than sports you know yeah. and 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 he, and he seems like the kind of guy you can't really pin him down like he's not <laughs> you can't stereotype him it seems like his, yeah. his views are all over the place so yeah yeah and then randy i just i can't i know we talked about it on a previous one there's not been a day that's gone by that i haven't thought about the piece that ran on the Chicago Bears website about Kevin Warren that that uh, that uh, Andy Johnson recommended it's it was ju it's just one of the most insane pieces I've ever read and just kind of takes you through his day to day life over like a game weekend and uh, just the way it's written it, it it's it's kind of haunting me. So. <laughs> oh, I love that! I sheepishly I have not read that, but now I absolutely will. I absolutely will. It's just it's um, like just weird enough to where there's just all these little Easter eggs in there that I'm, I just keep coming yeah. back to. I'm like, man, like that's fucked up, or like that doesn't make any sense, you know. <laughs> so, uh, let's thank our next sponsor, and this is you know proud to have these guys back for 2024. That's our friends at Holderness and Born. I'm wearing wearing a Lawson hoodie right now. Just wildly comfortable. You can dress it up a little bit more too. Uh, their new spring 2024 collection just dropped this past Friday or really tomorrow as we're recording this, but Friday, February 16th. They've got 200 plus new styles and colors. It's the largest collection they've ever done. New pattern polos. They got sailboats, wine bottles, speed boats, all sorts of things that you like, Randy. It sounds like it you know, it might just yeah. be a representation of your, your New Zealand trip. They got pop, some, some pops of color, brighten things up a little bit in your wardrobe, Sunset, Thistle, Dorset, Regent, Oxford, things of that nature, kind of some some nice, you know, aquas and purples and pinks and light, you know, light navies. They've got a new performance pant. I've been wearing their performance shorts. That was like, I've been deep on those. Yeah, I got to get some of those. Um, their performance pant is awesome. The Garvey, they've got a, a great, really cool corduroy as well. So yeah, I can't recommend them enough. It's like one of it's probably seventy five percent of my closet is H and B. I love it so much. Go to hbgolf.com for ten percent off your next order at, and NL, or, and use code NLU ten for that. We got a new code this year, NLU ten ten percent off your next order. And uh, again, they're a full service shop now. They're they're killing it. Good, good, good gifting opportunities too. If you know anybody in your life that could use something like that, yeah, the new Wallace uh, hoodie too. The the kind of diamond quilted one. Mm. It's a play on their Ward sweater Wallace hoodie. I wear that thing in like a social clip, and I get 
10 DMs of like, hey, what what hoodie is that, TC? So it's the Wallace, if you're asking. It's, uh, TC, should we hit some airport stuff real quick? We should, we should. Yeah, I, I think we gotta we gotta leave with like we'll we'll make this quick because I know you know sometimes people want to listen to this, some people don't, but we some really important news today. Okay, so make sure you're paying attention to this segment. Pac Man got kicked off another flight. This time yeah. it was a Delta flight through MSP to Las Vegas on his way to the Super Bowl. I think no, it's not good. One time is is a one-off. Two times starting to become a pattern. I, I don't like this for our guy. We we just can't make a habit of getting kicked off flights. You know, sounds like it was. Blank. We had a, we had an eyewitness on the flight. Somebody was reaching out. His his wife was was like, yeah, there's this football player, this ex football player that was on the flight, and he wanted to move his seat, and you know, they just and I'm like, oh shit, this is Pac Man, and. Uh, it, it, that's what the last one stemmed from, too. That was on United on the way to Newark. Well, the, because that seat. was because of the outlet. He couldn't get any power. And he had booked two seats because he wanted to, he's trying to do his prep work. He's, he's a working man trying to prep for his shows with McAfee, et cetera. You know, it sounded like there could have been something similar going on here. The, he was not arrested this time. Uh, he was just the captain said, hey, we're, you know, you're not going to fly this. And they took him off the plane and then. They removed his ticket, so he wasn't a ticketed passenger. And then the you know Minneapolis Police Department, with like four or five of their finest officers, escorted them out of the uh, out of the like concourse. Yeah. yeah, which God bless yeah. Pac-Man for taking a selfie with all of them on one of those moving. <laughs> took multiple selfies. Like, yeah, uh, you know, and then deleted them, and then you know I screenshotted some of them. But in any case, Pac-Man, like we're, we're fucking rooting for you, man. Just I know you gotta. You got to pick your battles, dude. Okay? You got to make it a little easier on us to to yeah. keep supporting you. Like like I said, he's we, saying, we, you know, he may start flying private more. We'll see. I think JSX could be a really good option for him, but they don't no really doubt. fly to Cincinnati. So, you know, hey, like I just hate seeing him fly from Cincinnati to Minneapolis to Vegas. Like the fact that he can't get to Vegas direct is is super disappointing. So. We'll, we'll keep going there. I think other Delta news, uh, I saw today there were, there were maggots all over one of their, <laughs> their planes, all up in the... This might uh, have been... It was, would this be one of their planes that they bought from Ryanair and just haven't <laughs> retrofitted yet? That's my, no, they that's were my from, only uh, They were from Lion Air. Lion, Lion Air, not Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Lion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, so, yeah, that's not good. On the United front, We've got, listen, I want to applaud Solly. We'll get into this on the airports pod in, in, in further detail. But on the way from Jax, on the way to Australia, we flew Jax to Houston, uh, Solly and I did, and then Houston to uh, Sydney, 17 and a half hours. And on the way from Jax to Houston, Solly was sitting in the aisle a few, few seats back of me. And uh, this lady that he's sitting next to, she's in the middle seat. She just like asks him, she's like, hey, like, will you switch seats with me? I want the aisle. <laughs> and he's just like, like, why? She's like, because I, I just want the aisle. He's like, no, like, I fucking booked this seat. Like, I'm not sitting in the middle. Like, like I'm not yeah. just going to give you my seat. He, he stood his ground and then, you know, and then pointed her out as, as he was walking off the plane. I said, hey, like, I, you know, I want to see this. And he said, because I was like, hey, did you back down? I was like, no, I didn't back down. I, I, 
you know, just put my headphones right back in and, and, you know, like he was expecting like, Oh, I just had knee surgery or, you know, so like he would have worked with her. Right. But it was like, no, like I'm just being selfish and I want, I want the aisle like, but I haven't put forth any effort or or work to book the aisle. Like, like it wasn't even a full flight either, you know? So that's tough. uh, And then it was, it was also that's a horrible ask by that lady, you know? Yeah. It was also tough that, we got on the flight. I didn't realize Solly was flying United. I thought Solly was going to fly American or Qantas down. And then like a week before I find out that Solly was flying United. And so DJ and DJ and Cody were also flying United and I had gotten them upgrades to, to business class. So we look back, we board the flight and we look back and Solly in the last row of premium economy. And he has a, a a screaming baby right behind him <laughs> and like he he had been looking forward to this flight for peace and quiet because he's got a screaming baby at home <laughs> look back and i was like god that's 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 a tough tough rub of the green tough draw there that's so. exactly what it is yeah maybe maybe even some comeuppance for for you know his his years of trying to fluff american airlines god we, we truly hate to see that tc <laughs> Truly. Uh, on the downside with United, I saw Ben Griffin's clubs got stuck in Phoenix. Uh, United, you know, he had four bags, I guess, which that seems excessive. You don't need four bags. Like, you know, you can put up to 70 pounds in a bag, um, um, you know. So uh hate seeing that. But uh, also, you know, the JetBlue merger got struck down. It looks like they're reevaluating their entire model. Keen to see what happens there. The, the, the Wall Street Journal rankings came out. Per usual, they're a disgrace. We can't objectively airlines. There has to be a subjective measure in there as well. Yes. So yes, we're not even going to talk about that anymore. Big news on the American front: some lady breached security at Nashville yesterday, uh, and then boarded, and then like made it onto the flight to LAX, and then boarded the flight and got to LAX before she was apprehended. That's insane. I mean, first of all, good on the lady. That's kind of sick, I think. <laughs> but bad on the American gate eight. Just a total breakdown, it seems like, all around from America. It sounds like home alone. How when they when you say breach security, how 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 did how do you how do we think did they say how she breached security? Because was she not ticketed anywhere? Doesn't sound like she was ticketed at all. While so you're looking no ticket. One of the most bizarre experiences on our trip to Australia was the coming from an American sense, the, just the complete lack of security protocols that we have to go through every time we fly here. I mean, I, I don't think I showed my ID to anybody at, at any point. You know, you, you check your bags and they check your ticket to just, just to match the bags with your ticket. But going through security, it's I wasn't showing my passport to anybody. Uh, this is this is a a domestic Australian flight yeah. we're talking this about was, here. This was Virgin Australia. Yeah, I, it just you know you're you're not taking off shoes, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. I'm like, holy shit! Like this is how air travel could be. It, it was so much more uh, just easier. You know, it, it didn't feel like you were going through this maximum security thing. Randy, this is this is per Fox 17, WZTV Nashville. Okay. They're a um, pretty good source. 
Yeah, of course. Uh, the TSA is now upping their security measures at Nashville International Airport after a woman jumped the barrier where people show authorities wow. their ID and boarding pass and made it onto a plane without a ticket. After the woman jumped the barrier on February 7th, so this was actually eight days ago, she she filed into a line to have her bag screened. TSA said in a statement that the, that the woman was able to board the flight, adding that she did not have a boarding pass. She got on the American Airlines flight, made it all the way to Los Angeles, was detained for questioning, and did not get charged with a crime either. Amazing. This is, this, like, is this is Mayor Pete and, and DUI Doug doing doing I know. work. I know. So well good for yeah. her. If you know, if there's not a crime, don't charge yeah. her. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. This 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 should be on the, the, the fundamental breakdown of our of our rules and procedures at sounds like Nashville international. Not good. We're going to have to, you know, Ben Rector might have to answer for that. Yeah. Amen. Uh, also on, on, on American, a gassy passenger caused the delay. They're farting so much. <laughs> I got a kick out of that one. Uh, I saw an ex Boeing manager said he, he would not under any circumstances fly a max airplane, 737 max. That's not, Boeing, not exactly reassuring. Not good. Uh, this guy died when, quote, liters of blood shot out of his nose during a, a Lufthansa flight. Listen. They, this was happening, and they took off anyway. I hate seeing that out of a Star Alliance partner. Yeah, um, and T's and P's to that guy's family. That sounds awful. Awful, yeah. Christopher Powers, uh, I think he's a Golf Digest golf writer. He tweeted this. This was really this really caught my eye, Randy. He said, at the airport and just wish, and just witnessed the dude order French toast off his phone because you aren't allowed to use a menu slash speak to a human anymore. Waitress comes and says, grill is off, so no French toast. But he already paid for the French toast that isn't coming. It's now on him to file a claim for a refund that he probably won't see for two weeks. Absolutely fucking insane. So the guy's girlfriend asks, can I just get another margarita to cancel it out? And the waitress says, no, we can't do that. We get the society that we, we vote for and that we allow. I, I feel like this is on us, TC. Like, like oh, that. Yeah. It's so dystopian. Yeah. I, I hate it's like it. The, it. It's like the little boxes that I had to pick up food from at RDU. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. It's insane. We can't talk to people anymore. No, you know, no. We've... we've We've optimized everything out, and by doing by optimizing everything, we've actually like made stuff completely dystopian, and, and we've lost sight unbearable. of common sense. Yes, it's crazy. Yes, oh, so, I hate that. I just wanted French um, toast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the fact that they can't process a refund for said French toast anywhere in the airport, yeah, is, is nuts. God, God. So, come on, Mayor Pete. We got to figure uh, this shit out. And then, you know, I just, I got, I got to share this from, from, this is a DM I got from my guy, Jake, who I, last time I talked to him was in 2022 in the DMs. He said, TC, after hearing you rave about United for a while now, I had to try it for myself. Been a Delta flyer for my young adult years so far, but first trip to United has been operational excellence. I've changed flights on both my inbound and outbound itinerary, and it's so smooth and simple in the app. Come to you with tears in my eyes, TC. Thank you for alerting me to the things United is doing to connect the world. How about that? Powerful I, stuff there. I hope Mr. Kirby is listening. I Powerful like get, stuff. Yeah. 
They should, they should just throw you some more plus points for that. Or 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 global services. Yeah. 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 That's wonderful, uh, TC. TC, you you influenced me. I'm I'm now a, a happy United card holder, and I, I am striving for 1K status myself. That's that's cool to hear. Uh, you know what? I, I'm glad to be with you on that journey, Randy. Yeah. Um. All right. I, let Let's get to some monitoring things. Couple things that I read recently in the New York Times that just tickled me. This uh, I'm gonna mispronounce this, which. By the way, I meant to say earlier in the episode, you pronounced Wimbledon correctly, and I'm proud of you. Thank you. And then, you know what? I <laughs> thought about it as I was saying it, so I'm glad that you noticed too. Have you read about this whale that that escaped from the Russian military and no. has been hanging out in Sweden and Norway? <laughs> Not till I saw it on our agenda. His name's <laughs> Vladimir. With, with Starts with an H. H V L A D. Vladimir. Vladimir. <laughs> it sounds like tiger. Thing. Yeah. Water. <laughs> uh, yeah. They've just been tracking him. He's he's you know it's a captive whale that escaped. That was trained for military stuff and um, just really really interesting. I would I would highly recommend searching for that article, reading about it. This lady's been tracking him. She got too close to him. Scientists are pissed that. You know, she's keeping him from kind of truly going back into the wild. Wild, And then also, on a similar note, there's this dude Flacco, the owl, up in, in uh, New York, flying all over Manhattan, got out of, this, I think, the Central Park Zoo. And uh, people are just all these different sightings around the city of this, this cool fucking owl. It's just hanging out, surprising people on their stoops or on their, on their porch on their balconies wild owls are cool i like owls big owl guy sounds like vladimir is a beluga going back to the whale (laughs) Uh, i wonder i wonder if this story will make uh will capture the booth's attention with neil and cody i I sent it to neil and i said hey you know i know you know maybe maybe because it's not a humpback it didn't get his attention yeah Uh, yeah so uh, something that I think will get the boost attention is the Zen crackdown mm. that uh, <laughs> is going on. Not good. Yeah. Which I didn't. I also didn't realize Tucker Carlson was such a big Zinfluencer. Yeah. What What are his nicknames? Doesn't he have like some nicknames or something? People are calling him Tucker Carlson. Uh, yeah. You know. I, so I I saw a hat. God, what was the guy wearing? Zin. Somebody was wearing a Zin something hat the other day. I saw here in Denver. Who 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 is trying to crack down on Zin? Is that an American thing or is that a somewhere like else in the world? Government. Yeah. Okay. God, yeah. Zin is know. so I mean, popular in Scandinavia. Well, it's yeah. I mean, it's like it's basically like a Scandinavian product, right? I think it, I, believe I think so. they originated in Sweden. I believe that's so. right. But we yeah. were, I mean, a couple summers ago, we were, I was flabbergasted by how prevalent it was. I mean, like, it seemed like every young, and, and male and female too. I think that's what was most surprising. I feel like here in the States, dip or chewing tobacco or zin, you know, it's a very much a male thing. But over there, it was like, no, all the, all the young women had it too, which was like, yeah. oh, okay. The, uh, yeah, and Cody was telling me, you know, they're, about how they, they've basically capped the, the amount of nicotine per Zin pouch in the States, but really, you know, they're the ones abroad, they're they're going triple, quadruple the amount. So 
Heavy. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw Google is tracking people in incognito mode. Reached a $5 billion Shocked. settlement. That's Shocked. not good. Shocked, I'd love to PC. hear the booth, the booth uh, cover that. Uh, also, you know, speaking of, of the booth, uh, I want Neil to address the new football coach at Columbia. Mm. The guy seems like a little bit of a tryhard. What, what is is that what you're hearing? Yeah, I watched his opening presser. I think there's some potential there for this guy to to really get out of his skis this year, say some outrageous shit. Uh, meanwhile, in other Ivy League news, the the Harvard Harvard Crimson, the student newspaper, wrote an op-ed before they even hired the new guy, bitching about the hiring, saying they wanted they wanted Chip Kelly to get more of a serious look. Hell yeah. uh, just stuff like that. But you know, I think there are some concerns. They're hiring this guy. He's been at Rutgers. He's been like the tight ends coach, offensive line coach at Rutgers for the last few years. He's he's a Shiano man. Ugh. I know you're a big, big, big Greg Shiano guy. Yeah. Um, you know, and then also I saw something on Columbia that uh, some Columbia uh, professor or uh, surgeon was publishing all sorts of flawed data, mm. and then they caught him and he kept doing it. Yeah, our, our guy, Doctor Sam Yoon, can't have that. Bad data. No, we don't like that. You know, Solly will really. I, we, we should hopefully Solly doesn't find <laughs> out about this. <laughs> Nobody loves data more than that guy. There's not uh, the only thing worse than no data is bad data, Randy. That's right. According that's right. Solly. Right. Uh, yeah, bad stuff. Come on, Columbia. We got to keep an eye on our on our people. Yeah. Well, we might need to bring uh, back our Columbia uh, segment. TC. If they don't and watch you, it, I think one other thing that Neil needs to address too is the uh, MetLife Stadium getting the World Cup final. Like that's a disgrace. That that's the most uninspired piece of infrastructure on the planet. I'm kind of shocked they didn't give it to Jerry World, right? Yeah, crazy. And I heard that the broadcast they're not going to be able to refer to it as MetLife Stadium. They they have to use I think New York New Jersey Football Stadium or something. It's going to be very uh, very forced and awkward because like they're 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 not allowed to use any sponsorship names that aren't actually sponsors of the World Cup. The so fact that, that. Uh, the fact that New York like like Manhattan hasn't like. When they built this place, the fact that they weren't able to get something done near the Javits Center or something on Manhattan is, is like a stain. And everybody up there should be ashamed, I think. Amen. Uh, what else we got on the agenda? Farmers in Europe are bucking their heads. They're not happy, which, you know, like I said earlier, we stand with farmers everywhere. 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 See the OnlyFans mom? I know we talked about this OnlyFans. She's the one that... I think it did. She was the one that was it like some school the the other parents didn't feel comfortable and so they like kicked her out of the the drop off and pickup line or something. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I think it's out in Arizona. Yeah, she, her kids go to some Christian school and she's got OnlyFans ads for her for her OnlyFans stuff. Uh, That's on, what on it the, was the, on the back windshield of her car, and uh, yeah, this is how she she provides for her family. Uh, but she's banned from dropping the kids off at the school. She has to drop them off across the street now. TC, this is actually not in Arizona. We'll get out ahead of an apology. This is happening in your backyard in Florida, Tavares, Florida. Wow, really? That is. Yeah. I think that's that's down yeah. south. Okay. Or, or outside of Orlando, I think. This woman goes by the name Piper Fawn to promote her adult content. 
Tavares, Florida is uh, is outside. Of, let's see. Yeah, north northwest of Orlando. Uh, you know, up by like okay. a Popka. And, uh, okay. Things of that nature, like you. Yeah, that's an area so, I know nothing about. I don't think you need to know a lot about it. Big, a lot oh, of yeah. topography. Who do we stand with? Who do you sand, stand with there? I think I stand with her. You know, yeah. She's just, she's just trying to provide for her family. She's, she's not doing OnlyFans on campus. She's just dropping her kids off at school. That's you know? right. I know. If if so, if if these people are so worried about the simple ad being such a temptation i i would suggest that they perhaps have larger issues and and maybe I not suggest having a conversation with your kids you know don't exactly. shelter your kids your kids probably you know they're probably aware of what of what only fans is anyway you know have a conversation with them about it so yeah um randy your guy Na your, your, sorry your girl nancy uh her I hate son seeing this <laughs> dodging federal <laughs> charges I think it was money laundering charges for the seventh time. So not only is she trading, you know, all sorts of stocks on an insider basis, she's also, her son is also doing bad shit in his spare time. Very bad. This is Paul Pelosi Jr. Of course, you know, we all know Paul Pelosi Sr. or 1.0 was, was in the news. <laughs> TC, this is all. Hammer attack. I, yeah, we, we, What's up with you know these these famous people just having like the worst of the worst offspring? I I don't like it. Don't uh, like it one bit. Uh, get your own house in order before you try to get our collective house in order. That's what I say. Amen. Speaking of collective house in order, got some of these cities out west trying to build houses for baseball. You know, mm. Oakland A's moving to Las Vegas. I saw the Las Vegas mayor was basically it, saying, that might be. I was going to say, is that in trouble now? Sounds like it. That John Fisher guy sounds like a complete bum. Just a total, yeah. total bumbling dipshit. Uh, I think his I parents started the gap. Uh, I thought I had read he's trying to like come back hat in hand to the city of Oakland now. Or at least putting feelers out there because Las Vegas, is, yeah, it sounds like things have really hit a, a roadblock in Las Vegas. And then uh, on top of that, Randy, I don't know if you've seen, caught, caught any whiffs of this. Trying to build a, a a a baseball stadium in Portland, Oregon. Mister Unlimited and his wife Sierra trying are part of the crew trying to do this, and it sounds like there's all sorts of smelly malfeasance potentially surrounding this project. So I'm just putting it on your radar screen. I don't think we need to okay. talk about it today. Okay. I I do think Portland would be a fun baseball market, but tough to support anything that Mister Unlimited's got his hands on exactly. so yeah we will i think that's one we will certainly continue to monitor got some tough news for both of us i think i i didn't want to lead with this it's too raw it's too painful but my condolences to you on the king charles cancer news yeah thank you it's uh and then i, I saw you know spencer hall was posting uh, some stuff from i think the bbc or sky news where he's he's not going with a a kind of a standard treatment plan. He's he's going to rely on potions and, and other things of that nature to, to yeah, the herbal the treatments. So. Don't like that. Yeah, it sounds like might be a, a short reign for King Charles. We hate that. And, and TC, speaking of, I want to offer a, another guy near and dear to our hearts, 
had a tough cancer diagnosis as well. Your uncle Juice, sincerely sorry about that as well. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I hadn't heard any of these rumors before he put out the hospice. Hospice? Are you kidding me? Hospice? Twitter video, which you know, then Bunky then you know shared with me that he does have some sort of cancer, uh, some sort of prostate cancer, stomach cancer. So, listen, prayers, thoughts, all that with with OJ. You know, I'm pretty pretty shaken by this. So. Uh, also, I saw Christopher Darden is running for for judge uh, as well, which is you know that kind of blast from the past there, kind of yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, got a few other things. I saw there's a dang a dang fever outbreak in uh, dengue fever dang. I don't know how to pronounce that in in uh, Brazil. Could be headed our way. Mm. You know, up to, the to look forward to this summer. Yeah, yeah, you know, wonderful kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah, it seems like in the past we've had what Zika, things of that nature. Now it's now it's this one. So we'll see. Uh Cody and KDV been talking to them about cartels are flooding Montana with drugs. That was a pretty bleak article they sent over, especially on reservations. You know, last best place getting getting uh getting kind of ruined it's, there. It's awful. Awful. Um and then uh yeah, you know what? We got some Jacksonville gang activity. Here as well, Julio, Fulio, Fast Money Goon, uh, our friend Jordan Perez has been, our, our our colleague Jordan Perez has been keeping me abreast of that stuff as well. She's also said, gotta get deeper on Young Thug and, and his girlfriend's leaked calls. Fannie Willis, the prosecutor, is in deep trouble. Um, and then, yeah, on the YSL front, Magic Jeff was telling me one of the YSL's attorneys got shut down for trying to insinuate. If Fannie Willis had previously represented YSL Mondo, uh, who's like the spiritual advisor of YSL, and that since he wasn't a part of the indictment, it's political and a conflict of interest, the judge wouldn't hear it, but hopefully something more comes of this. Again, that's from Magic Jeff. So Unbelievable. You know, a lot going on. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah. You, you said that as part of that Jacksonville gang activity, they arrested some police officer? They could oh, yeah, like this is a separate real life yeah, the, departed situation. Yeah, this guy was looking, he was basically parsing through databases. You know, again, here here we are with data again, right? Right in Solid's own backyard. This is the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office. Uh this guy was, I guess, gang affiliated or gang member. He's been on the force for like four years and he was feeding info on witnesses and cases to his his gang. His That's fellow scary. gang members. That's not so, good. Yeah, not good, not Randy. Good. Not, not good. good. And then you know, I was talking to some some people in the know down here. There's also some concerns that that our sheriff, Sheriff TK Waters, uh, is deep in the Ozempic scene and he's lost too much weight. And, he, and he's <laughs> he's not he's not imposing enough anymore. People say he's not fit for office because he's too skinny. Yeah. Too skinny now. <laughs> so. Uh, more to come there. Oh, so, that's the good. And then stuff. yeah, and then I saw something yesterday about Salton Sea. Cody sent something over about mining the hell out of the Salton Sea for lithium, as well. Hmm. So hmm. we'll we'll see what comes of that. Right. We got that to look so, forward to. Randy, generally speaking, NBA. Anything Ooh. you want to opine on as far as the trade deadline? Any pick to win it all? My Celtics have been an asses. Uh, Celtics. You know, everybody's kind words on that front. Trey Young continues to be a disgrace. 
down in Atlanta. I was bummed that they didn't move Murray. You know. the, the the trade deadline was kind of a dud, I think, all all things considered. Uh Pascal Siakam was I think the biggest name moved in Los that Pacers to, making yeah, moves, huh? Los Pacers. That happened a few weeks before. I guess OG Ananobi going from the Raptors to over to the Knicks, but um But he's been hurt since, right? He got hurt, yeah, he'd been playing really well, but injured his elbow, I think. Uh no word. I don't know the timeline on that, but I think Los Celtics, TC, honestly, might be the team to beat in either conference. They are, God, I've watched them a few times. Like when they're making shots, it's just, I, I, I simply don't know how you do Like they have such a good combination of, of shooting and defense and, you know, Tatum and whomever can, can beat you in different ways. They, they are very good. Joel, I, I love that. I love that Porzingis trade at the time, and I think like it was such like an undervalued, yeah, set of sorts. Right? He, he, like, he works really well for them. Yeah, yeah. Joel, this this might shock you, TC. Joel Embiid is injured. Uh, oh. Underwent surgery on his meniscus. I, I think they're hoping they can get him back if they make a deep run in the playoffs, but may have derailed the Sixers season. We shall see. I think the thing that's really interesting, the the other thing in the East, well, the Cavs are playing really well, so that's fun. But the Bucks, I, I Yeah. Something I, missing there, huh? I, yeah, I think I, I talked to our good friend Bob Sturm, who's who's a Bucks guy of of course, and I, I was wanting his opinion on the Drew Holiday and Dame Lillard trade. And he, he said I, I think Drew Holiday makes the Bucks better night to night in the regular season but his point was dame lillard there's going to come a time in the playoffs when like you simply need somebody to go get some buckets and dame lillard is much better at doing that than drew holiday was so i i think it's like the bucks aren't quite as good of a regular season team but they the hope is they'll be a better playoff team which we shall see, but I, I think that's a fascinating thing to keep an eye on. Uh, of course, with Holiday now being on the on the Celtics, have they changed their scheme or philosophy much with Doc Rivers coming in? Or I don't think so. No, I, I don't think so. I, I think that move is probably just wanting more accountability. I, I think Doc does a better job of just relating to and communicating with superstars, and I gotta feel like. His role is to probably try to amp things up on the defensive side, just instill a little bit more accountability and discipline is my read from the outside. Tough profession, though, because they fired Adrian Griffin. You know, he was however many games above 500, but it's like they made the decision. They didn't think he was the coach that was going to win a title for him. So he was he was out. And then on the Western Conference side, TC, we, we have a changing of the guard. The, the T-Wolves are still hanging tough in the number one seed, closely followed by the Oklahoma City Thunder. I, I think everybody thought the Thunder were going to be really good in a few years, and they might be a few and years ahead of that timeline. Yeah. yeah. Jalen Williams. It seems, like the, it seems like, like the team that may be following in that blueprint, too, that's going to be good sooner than everybody expects is 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 houston as well houston i like what houston's doing yeah i i think that's a good call they get they have some very good pieces there um they started the year really well but probably gonna miss the playoffs but yeah oklahoma city i think oklahoma city has a good chance to to be the number one seed eventually 
it's going to be great to watch them in the playoffs because it's it's a it's a group that just does not have hardly any playoff experience collectively. They're very young. Shea Gilgis Alexander could very well win the MVP. I think if they get the one seed out west, he would be my front runner. The Nuggets, I, I mentioned I went to the Kings Nuggets game. I think the Nuggets seem like they are they're dealing with some minor injury stuff. Jamal Murray didn't play last night. Feels like the Nuggets are just trying to get to like March first, and then they're going to start trying to turn it on and 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 make another run in the playoffs. But yeah, the West, about, the, the West yeah. is deep, man. It's going to be a it's going to be a good fight for that top six position to stay out of the play in. Are the Clippers doing anything or no? Yeah, the Clippers are have been surging. TC after after a slow start, they are a game and a half out of that first seed. So it's really like the Timberwolves, the Thunder, the Clippers, and the Nuggets are your pretty clear top four in the West. And then you have Phoenix, the Pelicans, the Mavericks, the Kings, the Lakers, and and the Golden State Warriors are likely going to be your five through ten in some order. Wild to see the Mavs like the, the Kyrie things almost worked out for them a little bit. He's been suspiciously right? quiet and on his best <laughs> yeah. behavior. Yeah, I know, I know. I was thinking about uh, taking taking Freddie to a Magic game at some point. You get some. They're fun. Yeah, decent pieces. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that power my heat. Arrow. The Heat are just kind of treading water. It's funny, man. They they no matter what, it just seems like they're playing for the playoffs. Like. I, it just feels like they don't really care what seed they have. It's like just get into the playoffs and we'll take anybody anywhere. All right, who's your pick to win it all? I think the Celtics are my pick. Okay. Yeah, as of right now, well, the Celtics are just they're they're very good. They're very good. I, I think the biggest question marks with the Celtics would be is Missoula the coach that's gonna be able to to help them win a championship and just making sure guys are healthy, you know, Porzingis, Horford, it, if, if they're healthy going into the playoffs, I, I think they're the team to beat. Yeah. A uh, couple other things I had just sports related. I'm continuing to track this Otani income tax situation. I think it's fascinating. California's trying to, trying to change, you know, or, or word the, the uh, laws a certain way. Um, I think that's a really interesting case study. DJ's I gotta read people. more on that, yeah, because yeah. yeah. that that's fascinating. I would be like super if, interested to know like what your dad thinks about that too. I like should that. ask him. Yeah, I know, but uh, just like if Otani had to pay that tax, right? Yeah, like where? I mean, I'm I know he can get the money to pay the annual tax liability, but when when his salary is only two million, but that much deferred money, it creates a bit of a cash flow dilemma. I would think. Yeah. It's super interesting. Um, DJ's people in Chicago absolutely crushing Jerry Krause's widow last month. Yeah, uh, that was that was tough. That was really tough to watch. I feel uh, so bad for DJ. There's nothing worse than just bad ownership. You know, it, it just soul sucking. As as bad as it gets. Oh, um, some of the stuff we've heard about. Our, our good friend Benetti and his decision, it just sounds like the White Sox are, are awful. Yeah. Uh, do we, all right. We got to talk about this this Noah character. Um, do you want to say his last name? It's it's Kanega. 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 Yeah. Noah Kanega. 
Uh, this is the the kid from Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Been actually getting recruited by our our Miami Redhawks among other I know teams. he was on a visit. I don't. Yeah, they may have offered him even. I, I think he's picked up um, some decent offers. Football player. Yeah. Noah yeah. Noah so, Noah Kanega. But if God, if you see it spelled, it it your mind does not go Kanega first. It's one of the, one of the few instances where if you see something, you don't need to say something. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we're we're monitoring where he lands there. Uh, an owner's update: the Haslam family sold their remaining twenty percent of Pilot to Berkshire Hathaway. They were engaged in litigation prior to that. Randy, this this made me this made my blood boil. This might make uh, you more upset than anything else in the world. The uh, Miami Hurricanes tight end Cam McCormick, I would call him Scan McCormick, uh, <laughs> returning. For the ninth, his ninth, I repeat, ninth season of eligibility. The guy began his career at Oregon in 2016. I believe this guy was in the same class as Jalen Hurts, I think, high school class. Just to give folks a, an idea, you know, Jalen, we've been arguing about whether Jalen Hurts stinks at the NFL level now for several years. And, and this guy, Scam McCormick, going to get a ninth year of college eligibility. TC, what what are Nine. what are we even doing? At some point, and like, what is the why to differentiate between college and pro sports anymore? Like, if if we, they get unlimited eligibility and we're paying them and all that, and, and they can transfer willy nilly and all that, and like, I think you're seeing it with different coaches. You know, the Halfley from Boston College or Chip Kelly wanting to leave UCLA. Like, like I don't know. Like, I would never want to be a college head football coach. No, you're I essentially like managing, college. you know, like it was like Mike Loxley was saying, yeah, like I had a third string running back telling me, coach, where's the money? Somebody's offering me a hundred thousand dollars to transfer. Me. He's like, this is like my third string dude after we just had our first winning season yeah. in years. I know it's crazy. your whole roster is free agents every year. It, it sounds absolutely miserable. Honestly, good on Chip Kelly. Like Chip Kelly, it honestly makes me feel like he's a normal human being because he, yeah. it sounds like he's totally burnt out of, of doing the head coaching where you, where you just got to constantly recruit and cater to these 18, 19 year olds. I, I don't blame him one bit, but now, back maybe to this, normal the, human being wise, he's, he's going to, you know, Ohio state to coach. So maybe he's not a normal human being. We can question that. Yeah. The, this Miami tight end though, I, I feel like the NCAA is almost doing him a disservice, giving him a ninth year of eligibility. Like I, I honestly think I'm sure he loves football. Why else would you want to keep doing it after that many injuries and stuff? But I feel like at some point somebody needs to just have a tough conversation and be like, Hey man, I, I think it's probably time for you to get on with the rest of your life. You know, everybody turns pro, but it, it might have to be in something other than football. Randy, you took the words out of my mouth, man. I mean, he's, he's, he's going on like a fucking decade of playing college football. That's it's awful. Insane. I know. It, it, I, I would hope he's got a doctorate at least to show for yeah. that many years or, of college. Or like six bachelors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, or at least, yeah. at least half a dozen minors. Yeah. Of, a, of a quadruple yeah. major. Uh, last thing I had was, and to my knowledge, this is Solly's boy. I think this is Solly's boy. Solly is a massive Scooter and Jeanette guy. Uh, Scooter uh, Jeanette tweeted uh, tweeted at Elon Musk. 
can we blast out something about hashtag chemtrails, please? Why wouldn't these pilots be considered terrorists? And who are the ones who paid in to fly in the sky all day spraying poison? Let's put them on blast too. Just a thought. Have a good day going to Mars or whatever. Like, will you explain to me who this dude is? So Scooter Jeanette is a uh, probably his most famous moment. He's a base ex baseball player, and uh, his most famous moment he banged four home runs as a member of the Cincinnati Reds uh, several years ago during an otherwise for forgettable season. Played for the Brewers. Played for gosh. Played for a number of teams. Retired now. I, honestly, I'd not heard a thing about him. I, f- I forget even how this tweet got on my radar, but I like part i could read this you could convince me this was just like a really good satirical tweet and i guess i would really hope that it was and i say that because like just a thought have a good day going to mars or whatever like the last line of the tweet i'm like okay that's kind of funny i don't i think he's probably being serious about the chemtrails which you know is he like an aubrey huff type it's just a no i don't think he's that bad well I never thought so, but I mean, if, if he's earnestly wondering about chemtrails and the pilots being terrorists, I mean, that's, 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 that's a, I don't know. I'm going to have to dig into it with some reds contacts. See what, see what I can find out. Please do. Please report back. Cause I, you know, I I feel like we're pretty stretched thin here. We got, we're hearing rumors about Russia having, having nuclear weapons in space. Now, you know, obviously you were tracking the hypersonic weapons. We're, we're monitoring the Great Lakes of, of Africa, you know, the Panama Canal water situation. We can only we do got so, so much, much on our radar, Randy. I know. I know. We were giving the people all we have. Listen, we're, and we're trying to give people, like, we're trying to give you the tools you need to monitor for yourself, too. Like, you don't, right. you know, so many people tagged me in. Like when, when Brittany Mahomes, you know, trying to get away from Jackson Mahomes and kind of ditching him pre-Super Bowl at the club, hanging out, you know, and being kind of a cool girl. So I, I probably got tagged in that tweet 250 times, like no lie. And it's like, hey, guys, you got to trust us that we are, that we are monitoring the big ticket items. <laughs> We have Im- we have the important lines in the water. We we are fishing in these waters. Um, legally, see, I didn't even ask le- you legally fishing in these waters. Legally, yes, yes. I didn't even ask you. Are are you pumped that you know pitchers and catchers reporting to Arizona baseball back? I'm stoked, Randy. I'm, I'm stoked. Right. Fired up, man. It's uh, Who, you know who's your team? Los Braves. I you know. Yeah, you could say Los Braves. You could say Los Reds. Those are probably my two teams. Okay, and then obviously the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. As of well. course, follow them of closely. Course. I think exciting things this year for Los Reds. I'm I'm optimistic for the first time in a while. There's still some some free agents out there, right? Including my guy Joey Votto. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's going to do, if anything. Do you think he but comes yeah, back? Some- is there is there a chance he comes back, or is it? You know, I was told over Christmas break there was a possibility if if he wanted to accept a, more of a bench role that that there could be a place with the Reds. I'm I'm not so sure. I I don't know, and and I wouldn't blame him for wanting to find a situation where he could be guaranteed some more at bats. 
But we're getting deep. You know, I, I don't think he would want to go too much longer without signing somewhere uh, if he indeed wants to play. But to your point, too, there's, there are some big-name free agents that haven't signed. I, I don't know what's going to be yeah. the, uh, the impetus to, to kind of get this backlog cleared. Cody Bellinger, uh, I believe Blake Snell has not signed anywhere. So we'll see. We'll see. Interesting. I mean, do you think the Reds have a trade in them too? Do they still have that big backlog of of infielders? They do. I know. I thought I thought they would do something over the winter. Now I'm not so sure. I, I think they might. I think they might still use this season to kind of see what they have, and if they're in it, I could see them making a, a big deadline splash, maybe. But I I was pretty convinced that they were going to make a bigger trade this winter, and it seems like at this point that's probably not going to happen. So. Okay. I don't right. know. Listen, man, I'm probably not going to watch, but I'll yeah, I'll let sure. you, you know, I look forward to you keeping me posted for sure. situation. For sure. Uh, well, have a great trip to Montana with the family. I hope the snow is wonderful. I, I hope uh, the activities prove to be just resplendent for you guys and, and the travel as well. I'll, I'll be Thank eager you. to hear, hear about it. Thank you. We got uh, Gustav's, uh, he's in the flag football playoffs. Too. So first nice. round of the playoffs on Saturday before we leave, he's he's been flagged two games in a row for flag guarding and stiff arming. Mm. Uh, mm. So he's, he's racking up laundry. So we're trying to, trying to yeah. get it through his head that he can't stiff arm because he does that to Freddie in the front yard all the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> Come on, Gustav. We can't get behind the chains. Not in the playoff game. Exactly. we got to stay on schedule. Exactly. All, all right, man. my man. Yep. Uh, everybody listening, as TC said at the top, we got some owners pods, some perfect clubs, the Booth Boys, and Oscars pod. It's going to be uh, a grab bag surprise here over the next several weeks. But until next time, TC, thank you, and we will continue to monitor. Favorite trapper, the absolute truth, yeah, no joke. Who